Millsap Fuel Distributors Limited is committed to ongoing customer service, support, and satisfaction. We offer product knowledge, product quality, dependable services, and competitive pricing. We support our local communities, protect the environment, and provide cost-effective solutions for our customers. Who let the wolves out? Who, 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 who let the okay, wolves no, out? No, 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 we're not going to do that as no, an intro. Don't no, like that? No, we're maybe going to do something like this. Hello, LaRange Ice fans, <laughs> and welcome to this week's podcast. I carried the, the broadcast last night, and I'm going to carry this podcast today. All right, no, Ice Wolf okay, fans, fine. so we had a really good week Megan of Hayhurst hockey. and Mike Hayhurst. Yeah, Megan and Mike, uh, you know, stepping on each other's calls right now. Okay, so enough of the back and forth here. The LaRange Ice Wolves finally got to play Mike, and what did you think? Well, I think uh, four games, uh, they uh, got two wins out of that, uh, both against Nipwin, but uh, before that, the two games against uh, Flin Flon. The first one was a rough one for, for the boys at home. Uh, penalty trouble got them uh, into trouble, and they uh, basically were behind from the start and uh, couldn't get anything going uh, against Flin Flon. But the uh, second game in Flin Flon, was a was a loss for the boys, but uh, they played uh, very well. Uh, we had solid goaltending from. Uh, why are you shaking your Dawson head at me, Dawson Smith? I know who it was, but why were you shaking? I'm your shaking head? my head that all we can hear right now is our baby going. And yeah, she's happy so, right now. So uh, yeah, Awesome Smith had a great game awesome in uh, in Flin Flon. He uh, played very well. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, we couldn't. Uh, buy enough buckets their goaltender uh was not their starter it wasn't shell um i don't remember montgomery was uh yeah flin flun's goaltender and uh it was probably one of the best games for uh, both teams but uh flin flun just just came out ahead and uh then but that play that the ice wolves were building there in flin flun uh, carried over to the two games against nipwin first in nipwin and then uh, back home here at the mel and speaking of Nipawin, we took our show on the road for the first time. What was that like going to Nipawin and broadcasting from an arena other than the Mel? Well, first of all, the drive down was incredible because uh, Megan and I were fighting the whole way down. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was, that was you know, kills the good four-hour drive. We had to stop through PA, but uh, no, it was uh, fun times. Kids were, kids were crying after Prince Albert, uh, but we got a Timmy stop and... No, it was was a was a good trip down, and then uh, yeah, the people in in Nipwin, uh, the people at the rink are very kind and helped us uh, get the internet going, and they were very helpful and a nice nice little sound booth for us to uh, broadcast from. That uh, we could close the door, and we we had our two two girls with us, so uh, it uh, made for an interesting calls, and I I missed a few minutes of play while. Uh, our toddler needed needed bathroom breaks, so you know, all in the experience of the Megan and Mike uh, Gong Show. I mean, uh, radio broadcast. <laughs> but you know what? I think that was a pretty cool experience. You tell me another family that literally took their show on the road, and the only reason our oldest son wasn't there was because he was in Saskatoon at his own hockey tournament, and that's where it was a little stressful for us because. 
we had to make the decision if we miss that or we go together or kind of what was going on. So yeah, so, that, so we, we fought about it, of course. We had to drop the ball either way. Something was going to get missed. Yeah, so, so, so Megan won the, won the argument like she always does. And, uh, yeah. So, happy wife, happy life, as everyone tells you. Yeah. So uh, back to hockey and the important stuff. So, yeah, two big wins uh, for the Ice Wolves against Nipwin, which... Uh, I saw it as Kyle said. Those were eight-point games because Nipwin was was hot on her heels. So, as of as we're broadcasting right now, um, after those games, Larange uh, moved into seventh place with thirty-seven points, uh, just ahead of Melville with thirty-five, and then Kindersley has uh, thirty-four. But uh, I see Kindersley won tonight, so they'll have thirty-six. So they'll be Kindersley will move into eighth place uh, tonight here as we're. Uh, recording this and uh yeah so we're in seventh and we're uh, gut gunning down uh, we have yorkton in our sights uh just two points ahead currently so uh yeah we're in a playoff spot and uh the way the boys are playing i think we should be staying there and uh we're working our way up a spot or two as the season uh goes on here and uh so yeah we actually had um some milestones for a couple of ice wolves this past week we saw Taylor Webb. Got and, his first SJHL goal, correct? And Ty Evans got Ty the first, uh, as, he got his first as an as Ice an Wolf. As an Ice Wolf, yes. Yep. So, yeah, big, big night, nights for them. And, um, yeah, yeah, we saw. My, I got to see for the first time uh, the new guys. Yep, Smith. Um, yep, Matt Smith on defense uh, came to us from Alberta and, uh, our old billet, Caden Collum, we talked to him about him, and it's funny, he's like, oh, Matt Smith's just on the, uh, following, the, in, his following in his footsteps on his way to uh, play in LaRange because uh, they both played minor hockey uh, in Fort Saskatchewan and then uh, had some time with a, a WHL team and then uh, went to the Calgary Canucks. Uh, Caden was there, and that's where we got Matt Smith from, and then, yeah, they both uh, came to LaRange up from uh, Calgary, so, yeah, no, we, I was impressed watching Matt Smith the last couple games, and then we also had uh, first sights of uh, Parker Fofanoff. Yeah, Fofanoff, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, he was impressive. He was on a line there with uh, Cole Christensen and uh, Vicentini, the game's uh, against Nipwin, so yeah, he was he was looking good. That line seemed to be clicking, and uh, who else was new that we got to see? Was that it? Those were the... Uh, um, Couture we've seen, uh, I, yeah. we saw already. But, but um, you know, he didn't get to play, but there was somebody who uh, made his SJHL Ice Wolves debut as well because Cannon was out. Oh, yeah, Morgan Mercury. Yeah. A local product uh, uh, plays for the U18 uh, JRMCC 89ers. Uh, they play in the Northeast uh, Minor Hockey League, kind of based out of Nipwin, Tisdale, Melfort area. So, uh, yeah, he plays for them. So he, he got the call. He grew up, uh, as far as I'm aware, grew up in LaRange watching the Ice Wolves. So it was uh, pretty cool for him to get to dress and uh, come out and warm up with uh, the big club that he's been, you know, watched since he was a little little boy. And, yeah, awesome for Morgan. So congrats, uh, Morgan, on uh, getting the call up. Yeah, so it had been, it was an interesting week because of COVID and hopefully um, the isolating periods are now behind the Ice Wolves. 
All right, Mike. So anything you want to add before we go to our uh, guest interview here? Uh, no, I've just, uh, yeah, it was a, a good week of hockey for the boys. And uh, yeah, we'll have a nice uh, sit down chat here with uh, Xavier Cannon and uh, here's thoughts on the season and, you know, everything else. And I guess there is one more thing that I guess I should probably mention for Ice Wolves fans in case they're not sick enough of hearing me. Tomorrow I will be on SJ at noon. So tomorrow is January 24th. So be sure to tune in to SJ at noon and uh, I'll be on there. So you can kind of see what we're you're uh, on the other, you're, talking you're about. I'll be on the other side. I'll be being interviewed. You know, oh, I guess speaking of interviews. Yeah, let me say... Um, Apparently, I'm married to a somewhat celebrity who's getting interviewed now by uh, Global Saskatoon, so watch for that. Uh, we'll, uh, first it was CBC, now Global. Yeah, CBC yeah. interviewed Megan for being the first uh, uh, woman to broadcast an SJHL game, and uh, Global uh, News in Saskatoon uh, also just was doing... Uh, interviewed her yesterday and uh, just trying to get some footage and stuff put together so we'll find out when that's gonna air and we'll probably have a post shared to uh, the Ice Wolves, face, Ice Wolves Facebook page probably on our own personal yeah, Facebook so pages all and pages yeah, all, all the yeah. TikToks and Instagrams and whatnot so yeah watch for that. And so let's tell everybody a little bit about uh, who our guest on the show is gonna be Mike. Uh, our guest is going to be Xavier Cannon, who uh, is our, our goaltender. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, Cannon uh, came to us uh, in a trade with, uh, well, where did he come from? From Alberta, from the AJHL, um, the uh, White Court Wolverines. He came to us, uh, this is his third season, uh, with our Ice Wolves, he's uh, playing uh, quite well this year. He he was battling uh, an injury bug earlier this year, but uh, he's played 20 games so far this year uh, with uh, 12 wins, 6 losses, and 1 shootout loss uh, so far this year. So he's, uh, yeah, after uh, battling some injuries, he's uh, turning around and back to Xavier Cannon form here now. And so uh, I'm sure the team will be relying on him and... Uh, for the uh, final stretch down uh, down a playoff spot. And, yeah, between him and uh, Dawson Smith, uh, I think our goaltending is uh, looking uh, very solid. And uh, I think Killer and uh, Kyle will be quite confident uh, with their goaltending going, uh, finishing the season and uh, going into the playoffs. Absolutely, and they, they don't make it easy for other teams too, you know. No, they don't. That's uh, their job, and they don't. That's what they do. Exactly, right? <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back with Mr. Cano himself. Millsap Fuel Distributors Limited is committed to ongoing customer service, support, and satisfaction. We offer product knowledge, product quality, dependable services, and competitive pricing. We support our local communities, protect the environment, and provide cost-effective solutions for our customers. All right, so Cannon, let's uh, ask you some easy questions right off the bat here. Uh, where are you from? I am from Quinell, British Columbia. All right. Born and raised there. 
Somewhat. I was born over in Nanaimo, and then I was in Quinell until I was 11, and then I've kind of been all over the place since then. Yeah, probably for playing hockey all over the place. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. And how old were you when you uh, first started playing hockey? I believe I was five when I first started skiing. And when did you know you wanted to be a goalie? Around the same age. I didn't like skating too much, and I thought the goalie didn't have to do anything. You just got to stand there, so I chose to be a goalie. <laughs> yeah. That sounds exactly like our son. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so have, you, have you discovered that it, it's actually a bit, bit of work there to, now to be a goalie, now that you've been doing it for close to 15 years? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more work than I anticipated when I was five years old, but yeah. I like it, so it's worth it. That's yeah, good. it seems to, seems to be working for you. You're having... Uh, a good year again. Uh, you battled some injuries earlier, but uh, you're kind of over most of those. I'm, I'm hoping, and fans are hoping. So, yeah, I'm feeling really good. Feeling really good. That's good. Yeah, health is important. And uh, so you came to us when you were 18. You joined the ISO's organization. Have you ever seen a year like this? Maybe in any of your other um, teams that had been so plagued by injuries. Uh, not exactly, no, I just, I've never really encountered that, but I think the reasoning for it is because uh, we haven't really, well, no one has really had a full season in the last few years, so everyone's not quite used to playing this much. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah just the the break wasn't, wasn't great, you know, for, for staying in game shape and keeping everything the way it should be all worked out, so... So how how had you been staying in shape or in game condition during the the lockdowns, or were you even able to do anything with uh, living in BC? What was it like? Well, they closed the gyms down quite a bit, but uh, luckily I had a bike, so I was able to bike around, as well as um, my girlfriend and I went on a lot of hikes together, like adventures, so we went up a lot of mountains and a lot of hiking, so that helped me out for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And did you work with any goalie coaches while you were gone or anything like that? Uh, not really, actually. I didn't skate all summer almost. Uh, just It was too risky with COVID going around, and the only ice time you could find was down in Vancouver, and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of people, more cases. So it was just stay home, try and do as much as I could. And that was kind of the situation I was in. So, yeah, and you... Uh came to us so you said you've been a few different places let's just take uh, our viewers and our, our fans across uh, you came to us from alberta from uh was it white court that you were playing before you came here yes it's white court yeah and was that sean martin your coach in white court yeah yeah so so the former former ice wolves coach and then uh, yeah so you came here your first year and you had Liam McGarva as your goaltending partner who he obviously he was having uh, he won I think he won goalie of the year shared or MVP but he was having a heck of a year uh when you first got here and then uh you were lucky or you were you know riding pine so how how is that coming to a place and kind of not getting the starts like you know you're a good goaltender but you're you're not getting the starts just the the other guys playing so well how how do you stay mentally tough through you know uh, adversity like that well when you first come into junior a as an 18 year old uh especially as just an 18 year old right you know you're going to be riding pine a lot because there's two goalies 
one's older, one's younger. That's usually how it works. Yep. Um, so I knew before I even started playing junior that my first year I'll be on the bench a lot. And then they'll give me my chances every now and then, and when they do, I have to shine. But I was expecting it. I knew it was going to happen. Um, got my first game, went well. Got my second game, went well again. And then uh, didn't play for a bit. But I got lucky at the end of the season. Uh, there was a suspension, so I got to play for a month and a bit straight. So I got my shot, and I think I did what I needed to do. Yeah, I, I, like from what we remember, yeah, uh, Liam Liam got his uh, long suspension there at the near the end of the season, and you uh, took the reins and and ran with it, and then you even you carried it over into the next year. Uh, despite we only having six games or whatever, I was looking at the stats and you were four and oh in, in, or I think it was four and oh or five and oh in uh, the start of last season, but then until COVID shut everything down. But even the year before at the end of the season, you were, uh, you know, carrying the load and going into the playoffs as you were, you were the guy. So uh, you really took over and yeah, you basically yeah got your opportunity, like you said, and, and, played well when you, when you got it so I think, yeah that's all you can really do exactly I think you're a good example for some of the young kids and like I know you've come out and uh, worked at the goalie camp some um, with Kyle and stuff here and I know you've worked with our son and his friends and I think you're a good story for them to just see how you know you were patient but you also didn't expect to be in that situation where you were. And when you were there, you really stood up to that challenge. And I think it's kind of a, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? Story. But um, when you do go and help those kids in those training camps, do you, like, obviously you work on the physical and the technical sides of it, but do you ever give them any advice mentally about things? What I usually try and do is I, I try to keep it as fun as possible because at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying something that you're doing, there's really no point in doing it, if that makes sense. So yeah, if you're not yeah. having fun, you're not going to really pay attention. Yeah, that That's kind of how, how it works. So as long as the kids are having fun, they're going to be more perceptible to the information that they're getting from Kyle, myself, and Smitty. So as long as they're having fun, they'll kind of listen to what we're saying They'll try it out. If it works for them, it works for them. If it doesn't work for them, then we figure something else out. So right. mentally, though, it's uh, it's mostly at like a younger age. It's you want to make sure they're having fun, and then as they grow older and things get a little bit more uh, fast paced, you know, leagues are going up. That's when you want to start focusing more on the mental mental side of things. Okay, that's good advice for us. And you know goalies you often kind of get a bad rap is like the weird guys or whatever and you know we kind of we kind of support that because our son he's he's a little, he's a character and um but well, you, are always a little different yeah they say. like do you have oh, you're gonna call me out. right <laughs> well i also come from like my dad was a goalie my grandpa my brother-in-law and they're they're just a little you know you have to be crazy to face those pucks and stuff right but oh, yeah, you, you got to have some sort of crazy, you know, yeah. you're taking clap shots to the face, you it, gotta be a little crazy. Exactly, so uh, do you have any, like, weird rituals or, or things that, you know, if you did, somebody would be like, oh yeah, you know he's a goalie because? 
crazy superstitions going into a game or anything like that? I try not to have too many superstitions because something could always go wrong that day that yep. would knock one of the superstitions out of place and then your headset's not in the game. Yep. So I try not to have that many. Like I have little ones. Like for example, I'll put my left skate on before my right skate. Okay. That's something that I can control. Yeah. yeah. But I, I try not to have superstitions with things that I can't control. All right. Do you have a pre-game meal? Uh, honestly, whatever is in the freezer or the fridge. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, we haven't had you on Taco Tuesday yet, but can you cook? I can. Actually, I do most of the cooking in the household. And what's um, your specialty? Specialty, well, for now, it's been all the frozen meals my mom cooked for me oh, that but that's if i were to choose it would probably be a chicken alfredo or i like making spaghetti okay uh just lots of pastas and whatnot i like uh chicken caesar salad wraps yeah just cook it from chicken shred it sometimes and just simple stuff like that nothing too complex right and now i think we're making shredded chicken for tonight nice. so, and yeah. do you like spicy food or more mild tastes I love spicy food, but I cannot handle the heat. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's understandable. I, I I don't like the spicy foods, and and yeah, with having Alejandro here, uh, he doesn't make fun of me at all for for not liking spicy foods. So, yeah. And um, so when you uh, when you go on the road, how do you pass that long trip with no Wi-Fi to Flin Flon? Um, there's some really big blankets I got here that I wrap myself up and I lay on the floor and I pass out for about three hours and then we're in Flin Flon. Yeah, so our, so our next question, yeah, do you nap? I take that as a yes. I love naps. I absolutely love them. Yeah. Right. And, uh, what about, uh, are you a gamer? I sure am. <laughs> what, uh, what game are you playing these days? Uh, I've been really into open world RPGs, uh, which is role playing games. Um, so lately it's been Ghost of Tsushima. I love Assassin's Creed, stuff like that. Just interesting history type stuff. Okay. Mike, Mike and I gave each other a look. That seems like a goalie game. <laughs> it seems like something <laughs> our son would love to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, and uh, so you've been around the league, and uh, you've you've played quite a bit, and here for the fans. What's it like playing at the Mel Hagland in front of uh, the hometown crowd? It's phenomenal. Uh, Making like since it's such a small place, it just makes it sound so much louder. Um, I remember my very first game in Larange. Um, I made a save that was like it was decently nice, and. Uh, the crowd started cheering, and it felt like they were on top of me, and the whole place was shaking, and it was uh, un like a surreal feeling. 
That's good. That's good. That's what the fans want. Yeah. No, it's a small barn, but yeah, it can can definitely be loud in there. So it's uh, hopefully uh, get COVID under control here, and we can have that place packed here as the season goes on. Get some more get some more games. And what uh, what are your thoughts of like? Obviously, games have been delayed because of COVID. So as a goalie, and as you know, for yourself personally, what is it like? do you like these these huge unexpected breaks or would you rather be playing every night or every second night whatever it be consistently consistently and just you know or do you enjoy the 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 what if the what if <laughs> yeah like or how do you cope with with that or this year as like as it goes along well it's it's hard cuz like a everyone does mental preparation for games, right? So when you're getting mentally prepared for a game, you want to be, like, in the zone. You want to be there in the moment. Like, you're going to go play. You're going to do this. You're going to have a great game. But it's hard to do that when there's a big question mark in the air trying to figure out if you're even going to play or not. So the consistency is a lot nicer. It'd be nice to have a game, like, scheduled and have that game scheduled to go play. No, that really is hard. Yeah, it's really hard to have a what if all day and then all of a sudden be like, okay, yeah, we're going to play. It's hard to get your head into the game. Now, does that also make it harder for your plans for after the SJHL? Like, um, if you're wanting to go to school, like, does it, do you just feel right now that there is that much added uncertainty with your future? Oh, definitely. Like, uh, all the 20 year olds right now probably have the same feeling as, where we feel like we haven't been looked at at all because yeah. we haven't really played hockey. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get a scholarship for hockey if you're not playing hockey, right? So pretty sure we all kind of feel the same way about it. You're not too sure what's going to happen just because you feel like no one's been watching. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, us as billet parents, too, we feel the exact same way for you guys. Like, we want you guys to get to play and to get exposure. And, you know, you were on those teams that um, – you know, that season where you guys were in the playoffs against Yorkton and it all got cut short. And then you watch those 20-year-olds seasons end just like that. And yeah. then the next year, it was hopeful for the start. And yeah, then it was, was done again. Strong. Yeah, like, yeah, like everybody was saying, you know, the, that uh, that next year that you guys only had five or six games, it was, you know, that team was looking like, okay, we, we're mad that we just got cut off in our playoff run against Yorkton like everybody else did but you know we felt and I, I know the team felt that you know that was going to be a good good run you guys were going to make and then the next year you guys were coming back hungry and ready to okay we're ready to prove ourselves all season long and then of course yep same thing so the 20 year olds that year just yeah they got six games to prove themselves in a 20 year old season so yeah yeah and I feel like with you being back up that season you know, you did so well when you filled in for Magarva that you guys were at such an advantage for if when he would have come back in the lineup or gotten back out that, like, you as a team had two top goalies. Like, you guys were, there wasn't a fan in the house that would just sit there and be nervous when either of you was in the net. Well, yeah, it was, um, it was always, it's always nice. Like, obviously, I'm not a coach, but I think as a coach's perspective, it's good to feel confident in both netminders. So say one 
gets a suspension. You know, you got the yeah, other yeah. one, you feel confident with them, especially in playoff. The games are so tight. There's so much going on. They cram like, what, seven games in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's back to back to back. So if one guy's just burnt out, you got another guy right there. So it's always nice, I think, to have two goalies that you can trust. Yeah. And speaking of trusting, you know, you guys this season had a bit of a rocky start. You were on, you know, a bit of a losing streak there. And then you guys really turned it around. How how do you think you guys did that? Like, what was one of those big factors for that? It was learning to um, bond with each other, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, uh, we kind of figured ourselves out amongst each other. We came a lot closer. Uh, the coaching staff did what they needed to do. Uh, we figured it all out amongst ourselves, and uh, we just had a better mindset. And we went in as a team. We didn't get down on ourselves. If we went down early in the first or late in the third, we still kept battling, and we kept, we would pull out on top usually. Yeah, because like you know, us listening to the other games and what other people are saying, they would. One of the things that was said is that the team in front of the netminder would play differently when you were in the net. But to uh, actual LaRange fan, when we were there, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was who was in the net. It just seemed like a few things were off. And then all of a sudden things just clicked and everybody was working together great. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it was that happened. All I know is that it happened and I'm very happy that it happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, we've had, uh, yeah, Kevin and, or Killer and, and Kyle on the show and he said, you know, even at uh, that uh, banquet uh, supper, the, the sportsman's dinner he had, Killer said, he said, it's just amazing what a team can do when you guys are just playing as one, playing as, as, a, as a whole, like, you know. Play, playing, you know, the old cliche playing for the the name on the front, not the name on the back, and it's 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 showing, you know, in the last ten, twelve games or whatever it's been now. So, yeah. Speaking of that dinner, you guys get your jerseys auctioned off. What is that like to have to go and be this little model there and then <laughs> try to try to get some money for your jersey? <laughs> definitely different never really expected to do that in my life where i go up there and people bit on me so (laughs) that was that was kind of weird but i mean it's for good cause and all the families were there so everyone got to kind of need each other so it was really cool experience yeah exactly so uh, is modeling and walking the catwalks uh, in your future probably not no (laughs) for sarge it will be though yes i totally agree (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are definitely some some showmen on your yeah. team. Uh, there, there are a few, few uh, guys really trying to sell yeah. sell the uh, jersey or themselves. So and for Sarge, <laughs> it wasn't you know it was a clothing optional one, but uh, yeah. I think fans were there for that jersey though. Um, yeah, virtually. <laughs> so what what are your plans uh, in the long run uh, now that you're 20? What what are your goals for yourself for next year? Well, I mean, I got a lot of question marks up in the air at the moment. Uh, just trying to figure out what works best for me okay. and uh, my future, if that makes sense, yeah, or where absolutely. I want to end up, yep. uh, courses I want to take, and yep. so on and so forth, where I want to live, things like that. So I'm not too yeah. sure exactly what's going to happen. All I know is that it'll all work itself out in the end. No need to stress about it, okay. and I'll be good. 
That's a yeah. that's a good that's fun. a good way to look at things. Yeah. Yeah, and you know we've seen people who have gotten scholarship offers and stuff, but they weren't to the program that they wanted or different things and have had to make kind of different decisions and lead themselves in a different path than what they thought would have happened. And it does, you're right. It all works out how it's supposed to. And uh, all right, so let's get into some fun questions. Have you been able to think of any New Year's resolutions for anybody on your team? Uh, I'd say Luft. He needs a new haircut. Okay, like yeah. Now, the yeah. buzz cut doesn't work for him too well. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what about Smitty? I mean, Do you have any New Year's resolutions for your uh, netminder bud there? Well, everyone's telling him to get a girlfriend, <laughs> but at this point, I'm going to just tell him to get a boyfriend. I think it'll be easier for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, what about... Uh, for snacks, do you have a go-to snack? I don't know, actually. I mean, I get kind of different cravings all over the place. There's nothing really, um, nothing really specific. Uh, but I do have a favorite food that I would oh, eat yeah. all the time if you'd like to eat that. Yeah, what's that? Uh, Mackey rolls. Most people call them sushi, but they're oh, actually yeah. called Mackey rolls. Okay. I would eat that all the time if I could. Okay. All right. And do you know how to, like, can you make it yourself? Uh, yes, I can, actually. I'm not I uh, took that. a Japanese class for a couple of years. Well, we really need to have you on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to teach Daxton how to cut chicken. So really? I, I, it would blow my mind if he had to deal with sticky rice well, or to, anything like to that. To be fair, like, the, the boys only gave him a little kid's plastic knife. <laughs> to to work with to start so he they didn't really set him up for success but well they have to child proof it for him he's well, only 17 yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what they said so yeah when he turns 18 they'll give him a, a steel knife yeah, that's fair yeah um and uh who's most likely to uh get stuck on the road or off the road uh that's kind of funny because uh Dells just got stuck in my driveway like, like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I would have to say probably strict. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'd say strict. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you were ever in trouble, who could you guarantee was going to answer that phone call? Like, if I was in trouble, who would yeah, I get like, the Yeah, like, no, no matter what you ring, no matter what hour, they're going to pick up that phone. Oh. I don't know. No one really answers my phone calls, to be honest. <laughs> I was just like, I feel like that is a theme. Like, I, think- I feel like if anybody was to say anyone, it would be Curran. Like, anytime I've had to message him or anything like he that. He seems like he has enough energy that he never sleeps. Although you respond pretty well as, you know, also... But uh, I would say if anybody needed any help uh, and expected a quick phone call, do not contact Alejandro. We, oh, I wouldn't. No, yeah, we, no. Can't, we can't get a hold of him. No. He has two phones, two and somehow phones, you can't get a hold of and him. And they don't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if, I, if I had to, honestly, I think I'd say Langer. He's, he's my rookie. Oh, yeah. I think okay. he'd pick up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, that makes sense. You know, he's, uh, he's driven nights here before in some different things, so I can see that. Yeah. When you were a rookie, who did you have as your vet, and were they uh, mean to you, or were they? Was it a good uh, veteran to have? I actually don't think I had a vet 
because like I, when I came in, I it's kind of just so low key. Like I didn't talk much my first year because like as a rookie, the less you talk, the less you get fined. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's fair. So I didn't so I didn't talk a whole lot. So I don't actually remember if I had a vet or not. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I did. I think I just kind of stayed off the radar. Yeah, you <laughs> kind of you snuck in. Yeah, I can't remember. You weren't here right off the start well, of the and season. I feel like you when you were here, th- it was like there was also a lot of rookies too. Like because a lot of people were kind of classified as rookies that season too. So there was probably yeah. We had a we had a lot of guys that came in because like Pillar came in right. He wanted to change the program, yeah. so yeah, there was a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces. Yeah, that's right. Um. And uh, let's talk skates. Skate sharpening. Do you know how to do your own? I don't know how to do my own because my cut is very, um, it's a, kind of a rare skate cut, okay. I'd say. I don't yeah. really know anyone that does it. Okay. Um, there's only one person amongst the high school's organization that can actually cut my skates. Okay. So um, it's a 3 eighths high inside. So it's kind of a weird cut. So I actually don't know how to do it myself. <laughs> so do you, is it Pacey that cuts them for you then, your trainer? Yeah, luckily he knows how to do it. So I was pretty happy about that. That's good. That's good. Who who would you not, like, if, if you just had a normal skate cut, who do you think would be the absolute worst at uh, sharpening skate skates? Uh, Strick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even a hesitation, that's, yeah. Yeah. And, um... You know, okay, so Lang is your uh, rookie. If you could uh, give Langer a new hairdo, could you describe it? Like, would you want him to have a mullet? Like, what would you do? He was actually talking to me the other day about getting a mullet, and I told him to do it. I actually thought I could do it for him. So (laughs) I'd say probably a mullet would be good. Uh, Might do like a loose perm on the back, make it have some volume. But I also got Schmitty the rookie, and for Schmitty, I'd give him a mohawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, he's got that new haircut right now, but I think as a, as a mohawk would look okay, too. Um, He'd rock it, too. Yeah. Oh, he would. I think it would fit his personality. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, who do you think is most likely to be uh, lost in the woods? Ooh. Um, I would have to say, I think Evans. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evans would, yeah. Okay, and who'd find you? Who, who would find, who'd find you? If you who would were, be resourceful if you enough lost, to find you? Who could a... get you? If I was lost, who would get me? Mm, I'd say Langer. He's pretty reliable, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a good pick. All right, Cannon. Well, thanks for joining us, and good luck. And we really hope you guys get to play here is, uh, soon. Well, before we let you go, is is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to or a, a thanks for for their support through uh, your years growing, you know, in your hockey <laughs> development or in in life in general? Like, give a this is your time for a shout out for our wide range of viewers oh obviously i go with my mom and dad yeah love them both they helped me out for my whole life uh the missus miss cannon yeah she's uh she's been helping me out a lot too and uh killer had lots of faith in me helped me out a lot for the past few years so i'm very thankful for all of them 
Millsap Fuel Distributors Limited is committed to ongoing customer service, support, and satisfaction. We offer product knowledge, product quality, dependable services, and competitive pricing. We support our local communities, protect the environment, and provide cost-effective solutions for our customers. Well, fans, we really hope you enjoyed hearing what Xavier Cannon had to say and getting to know him a little bit more. Before we go here, Mike, let's just tee up what the boys have uh, going on for them this week. Yeah, so uh, the boys are traveling to Melfort on Tuesday to play the Mustangs, and uh, I think that's the first game against our former captain, Nolan Dole, and the boys in Melfort who are... uh, uh, playing uh, very solid hockey. They're yeah, uh, currently a, in second place in uh, the Sherwood division. This is a makeup game from one earlier. Yeah, one, one of the one postponed, of the postponed yeah. games. So, yeah, Melfort uh, is in second place of uh, the Sherwood division, and uh, I think they're sitting fourth overall with 52 points. So uh, that's going to be a tough matchup in, in uh, Melfort's barn, but uh, I think the Wolves are playing well, and... Uh, they're going to be going into that uh, on uh, on a roll here. With uh, they're playing the right type of hockey, and then after Flint, after uh, Melfort, they have a weekend set with Flynn Flon, who is in first place in the Sherwood and third overall. So uh, two tough teams coming up this week, and uh, yeah, we we came up just short against Flynn Flon last weekend. So uh, hope for some revenge next weekend against Flynn Flon. Yeah, absolutely, and those games will be on MixLR and Hockey TV. Our feed will just be on MixLR for the road games, as the home teams have uh, the mix L- the Hockey TV yeah. coverage. But uh, so pregame always going to start at seven fifteen, puck drop at seven thirty. Should be pretty interesting. Um, for these guys here and what they're going to have to face. But um, so, yeah, that this game that's going to be played on Tuesday is a, a make-up one, and then after that there's one more to make up with Melfort and then another one to make up against Melville. So uh, after that, hopefully we are, you know, in the clear and no more pauses um, yeah, for I the think, boys. I think for our team, I think uh, we're pretty much set now. I think it's it's ran its course through the team and uh, it just matters uh, what the other teams. Uh, I know Battleford's on a on a pause currently. I think they may be the only team right now on a pause. Notre Dame was just on one, but I but think they they're played, back. Yeah. yeah, they played yeah. today. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping it kind of settles out and everybody else is uh ready to go and uh yeah keep getting distracted by your uh child standing up there by yourself but uh the other the other thing um that i want to say that again i was distracted here by our almost one-year-old who looked like she was going to take her first steps and uh our billet alejandro he's uh been making predictions about when it's going to happen and he thought january and i don't yeah, i don't we, know she was close there we, we we do have a bet going i he said oh yeah she'll be walking in january and i'm like no no it'll be february when she starts walking and uh, i'm getting worried so i'm like when i see her standing up i just go over and kind of just encourage her to sit back down just to you know i don't want to push her uh in the right direction so <laughs> so but that being said just kind of talking about family things um huge thank you to the billet families that open their homes to these boys and have also had to deal with the covid protocols because i know 
people don't always think about the COVID side of it when they're in the homes. I know sometimes people are worried, oh, well, you have this ice wolf in your house or um, your kid plays hockey or all these different things right now with COVID. But when there is an ice wolf in a billet home that does have COVID and there is a child who is not vaccinated, um, then they have to, they're in isolation for longer. And um, every family has just kind of been in this together and been so good about when it's their house's turn. And it's not just the players that have been the ones, uh, you know, yeah. with it. The players have also had the equal risk that there's been homes no, that have had COVID, you know, like been, here. It was, yeah. it was uh, the, the billet parent that had COVID. And uh, yeah. yeah, so, you know, put so the, it goes every put way. The, the ice, you know, the billet kid at risk, but uh, luckily, he, he's uh, he's tough as nails, as he says. Yeah, hard, hard to hard you to know, kill, hard to take down. <laughs> so, but that that being said, this is a this is another thing that these billet families have to face, and that the players have to face, where every little thing that you do on or off the ice, it has a really big impact, and it's not. Um, it's not easy and it's not normal. This is not what people have had to do. And um, the coaches have had to do so much from testing every day and making sure the boys are sending them their pictures and stuff like that of their negative tests and, you know, or them, you know, testing the players themselves and doing stuff like that and, you know, sending a reminder to all the families and different things. So, um and then the whole organization, as much as, you know, some days we'd like to just make COVID go away and ignore it right now, the SJHL and all these teams are deeply affected by it. And kudos to them because they're all doing an amazing job and we continue to get to watch these boys play and um, bring us a little bit of sense of normalcy. Yes, thank you. And uh, Megan, you're going to have to wrap this up because uh, somebody's got to go play his own hockey game. Uh, so, uh, you know. Stay tuned for uh, an update on how the uh, Rusty Elks do tonight. I'll uh, post it on social media. No, I probably won't. But uh, You can do play-by-play yeah. -play from the bench when you're sitting there in between shifts. I don't. Uh, so far, it was only <laughs> one line going out. So, oh, so I, do, just just put your phone as a helmet cam. Yeah. Oh, that, that's <laughs> happened before. There's been a GoPro on a helmet in this league. It's very intense. So, so okay, Ice Wolf fans, we're going to leave you with that. And... Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed having the, the boys back on the ice as much as we did. So have a good uh, start to your week. All right. We'll see you guys. Na, 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 no, na, no, no, hey. no. Okay. This might be Goodbye. my last. This might be my last podcast if you keep doing stuff like that. Okay. That's it.